0: Hi, and welcome to episode three of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I'm the founder of This Is Reportage, and I'm a wedding photographer too. Today we have the brilliant Sitlali Rico, hailing from Mexico and speaker of conferences all over the world. Sitlali talks about working with her sister, top tips for starting out as a wedding photographer, her love of Harry Potter. Staying creative, even after shooting over 700 weddings. Why she used to prefer saying she was unemployed rather than being a wedding photographer, which obviously changed though, and much more. Hey, Sitlali, thank you for joining
1: us. Hi, Alan, thank you for having me.
0: Oh, it's an honor to have you, it really is, honestly. Thanks for coming, uh, joining us all this way from Mexico.
1: Yes, that's right, I live in Cancun, so it's been nice weather. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, is it is it always sunny in Cancun?
1: Uh, kind of, yeah. We have tropical weather, so it could be rainy too, but not as bad as back home.
0: <laughs> oh, where's, where's back home for you?
1: No, no, I'm just referring to your home.
0: Oh, right, oh, yes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is very true, yeah. So I'm recording this from the UK, and yes, our weather is probably not as good as yours. Probably not.
1: Well, <laughs> it depends on what you like, right? So maybe you really enjoy your weather i don't know some That's people true. hate like the heat so they, this will be uh, like hell for them
0: <laughs> that is true i guess I, I quite like temperate temperate weather which is quite quite nice oh, okay. um, so how's your wedding season coming along
1: oh uh, it's been good it's a very different than yours guys um like for me whole year is like we have weddings even in winter because it's because of the same, because of the weather. Oh, People sure. during summer is not as busy as it is because everyone wants to stay home if they're getting married in, in the summer. So okay. uh, most of the weddings I shoot are destination weddings. And I don't know, maybe February, March, April are like very, very busy for us.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's quite, that's quite different to the UK scene. Very.
1: Yes, it's true. Yeah. Summer, I do get some, um, Mexican weddings, but it is very, very hot here. So it's not as popular as, as other places.
0: Sure. Yeah, I bet. And is it, you work with your sister? Is that right? Is it, does she that's shoot right. with you or, or does she, is she doing the editing? How, how does that work?
1: Oh, uh, well, she shoots with me. We've been shooting together for 13 years already
0: Wow, and, that's a long time.
1: Yeah, it's been a it's been a while, <laughs> and uh, she also does her own thing in photography. But most of the weddings we shoot together, and she's also my editor. So
0: that's it's, handy it's, having someone uh, so close I, as your I, editor.
1: I know because she's been at the wedding, so it's great. She knows exactly what we need and uh, how everything was intended to be shot. So it's just. It's just perfect.
0: That is that is cool, but I I can't imagine working with um, my sisters. I've got I've got a lot of sisters. How do you do you ever argue? Is it always just just,
1: of course?
0: Yeah. No no no. Of
1: course we do, but it's not for everyone. Working with family is not like I wouldn't recommend to everybody. It's just if you have a good relationship and you have good communication. Um, but of course, we do have some arguments, and once we actually decided not to work together anymore, but it's been just once in thirteen years, so it's good. Going. We obviously needed like each other, so we went back right away. <laughs> <laughs> how, how
0: did it, how did that happen in the first place? How did you start working together?
1: Um, because when I start I started working for a studio in fourteen years ago and they they had like a lot of weddings. Back then, I used to shoot a hundred weddings a year.
0: Wow, and really?
1: I know. I know. Like now I hear that, and it's insane. Like i I don't know how did I do that. <laughs> and obviously, we started shooting on like the studio was had five photographers, and we were all our, on our own. And then we realized that having a second person on the wedding was like, was making everything easier. And we were providing better coverage, obviously. Sure. So we started working with someone else. And then I realized my sister would be like a great addition to my team. And she loved it right away. So that's what we've been doing for, for a while now. But back then it was insane. Like We were shooting pretty much every day. Because oh. it's as I was saying, it's a destination place. So people will get married on saturday or tuesday no matter like
0: right would okay just choose any day i cannot imagine shooting 100 weddings you know i know yeah. it's crazy <laughs> and do you uh, shoot, are you obviously shoot less than that now
1: of course yeah no yeah. i can't i couldn't survive that for like that lasted maybe mm, the 100 weddings was like three years and then I, I like slowly went down to 80 then 50 and now i'm shooting uh 20 25 per year
0: Okay, that's a and, bit nicer number.
1: Oh, yes, it's really nice. <laughs> and uh, and I'm also teaching a lot, so that's kind of how I'm like balancing all the income.
0: Uh, okay, yeah. And do you enjoy the teaching? you've you've spoken at conferences and workshops in so many different countries. you must enjoy it?
1: I do, I do. I love it. it's It's one of my favorite parts of of this job. Because I love traveling and I don't enjoy traveling for weddings. It's like it makes me really, really nervous to have all that equipment and then the files. And it's just crazy for me. So for weddings, I'd rather stay home. But for teaching, I really, really like going away.
0: How did your first kind of speaking um, gig happen? You know, who do you know? Do you remember what happened? How you got your first?
1: Yeah, it was crazy because it was in Spain. I was like, I just received a, a message from a, a, well, a colleague, a person that was organizing an event, and it was it was a, like a retreat for photographers, and he said like, do you want to come and and give a conference? I'm like, whoa, okay. Like I, back then, it was it was in 2011, okay. and back then. Like Mexican photographers were very trendy, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: that's why I got the invitation.
0: I'm and... sure it wasn't just because of that. You got married. Well, it, on your right. merit.
1: well <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, there was a reason. I think that we were just like trying really hard to 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 set apart, to be different from what was doing was was done before in, in wedding photography in Mexico because it was very traditional.
0: Oh, was it? So, is it? Is it still quite traditional, or has it really changed? No, not
1: anymore. It has changed. Like there are like m- many different ways to approach wedding photography here. So you could see like there is a huge amount of photographers that are still very very traditional, right. and there is like way more now that are doing things different. So there is a lot of talent. It's it's uh, it's very interesting to try to compete now with like so many awesome photographers that are way younger and starting <laughs> and you know like it's been a year and they're shooting amazingly now it, so.
0: yeah it is mad isn't it the talent out there you're so right so it's crazy you did that that first speaking conference and you i guess you just really loved it and wanted to do more
1: yeah yeah the, after that one i received a few more and then i I won some awards and these awards put my name out there. So I started receiving uh, more invitations. And I had this big one for Brazil where I had to speak in front of 2,000 people. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this.
0: 2,000.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. That one was really, really dif- difficult. Um, I prepared like a, it a lot. Stadium. It feels like it at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you have no teammates, so you have to do it on your own. It's insane.
0: Were you nervous about that?
1: super nervous yeah. like prior i prepared a lot and i had like my my presentation and i went to some classes for public speaking and
0: oh, i was cool. very
1: nervous yes tell me
0: did those those classes really help about public speaking
1: uh well yeah of course but later not for that one because oh, that okay. one was a little bit of a mess actually <laughs> for me like it was like it's been the the largest crowd i've had to in front of but that one I was very very nervous I was supposed to be speaking for an hour and a half and okay. I had like a huge well, clock in front of me where I could see how long it was like <laughs> how, how, how much time I had left so I was about to finish when I turned and look at the clock and I only have spoken for 40 minutes
0: oh no nightmare <laughs> oh.
1: I, I still had like another 45 minutes to go oh. and I had no more material. I was done with it. Oh, no, so that's like I,
0: the stuff of nightmares, that is. It,
1: it's actually like a nightmare. It yeah. felt so bad. So I turned to look at the 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 producer and she was like, what's happening? Like, why are you finishing already? I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't keep going. This is it. This is what I have. <laughs> she was like, OK, so I started seeing how everyone was panicking behind like the scenes, you know, everybody was like running around. I'm like, oh, shit, this is terrible. <laughs> So they just they just called the next presenter and fortunately he was ready. His name is Santi Vega and he's a, a videographer from, from Spain. Oh, okay and, cool. and he saved my butt. Like oh. he just yeah, he was awesome and he just kept going for like three hours after me. So <laughs> it was perfect. But oh my god, I remember that and it was, it
0: was Oh so man, bizarre. I bet you do. I know. Um, so to go off on um a slightly different tangent now, I, I think you're a big Harry Potter fan, is that right?
1: I am, yes. How do you know that? Oh I can do
0: a bit of research. <laughs> do a bit of research. I can see
1: I can see. Yeah. I'm uh, a, like a very proud Ravenclaw.
0: Oh, you are, yeah. I was, I was wondering what house.
1: Oh, that's quite that's
0: quite a different kind of choice. Most people uh, choose Gryffindor, I think.
1: Uh, yes, but actually you don't get to choose.
0: No, that is true. Yes. So yes. You have had the sorting hat on.
1: Exactly. So I had the sorting hat on and I did all my tests on the Pottermore site. And uh, I am Ravenclaw, and it's very accurate. So I'm happy with the decision.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a favorite character?
1: Um, Well, I I like all the girls in the movie, so I love Hermione for sure. Mm. And um, I just, the the story is is really, really good. And um, I love all kind of geek stories, and this one particular was, my sister is the one that she grew up with the whole generation. So she read the books first, and then when I saw the first movie, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna give it a a chance. And I started reading, and then I became a fan right away.
0: Oh, they are so good, aren't they? They're brilliant. Yes, so they I are. um I did an English degree, and randomly, the first Harry Potter book was on our syllabus. So we studied the first Harry Potter book. That's how I got into really? in it. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's
1: so awesome. <laughs> hey, it's wow. Cool. Yeah.
0: Um. So w- what would be your top tips for people just starting out in the industry
1: well i wish someone had told me this um i put a lot of effort on getting better as a photographer when i started i got i went to a lot lot of workshops paid mentorship and um i would recommend everyone to do this but do the same in the the business matter like just Paying a lot of attention of how to do good marketing and how to become a better like financial like person, you know, like someone that takes care of that side because being a photographer as as we are is definitely not just taking pictures. Unfortunately, no,
0: that's so true. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that would be my advice, just to prepare in all the areas you can because it's not it's not as easy as it looks.
0: No, and I think you're so right. It's so important. You know, a lot of people think, well, I can take a good photo. That's going to be enough. But unfortunately, it's not, is it? It really isn't.
1: No, no. And back when I started, it was a little bit easy because there weren't there weren't many photographers. So it was kind of easy to get uh, weddings because people will just Google your name or like different things that they were looking for. And there were just very few names coming up. But right now, it's like it's it's like the jungle out there. (laughs) it's I don't know. You just need to be really good at what you do in all the areas, not just the photos you take.
0: That's so true. I haven't heard it being referred to as that, like a wedding photographer jungle. But you're so (laughs) right. It is, isn't it?
1: (laughs) It is. It is for sure. But it is fun too to be part of the industry. Yeah, and it's it's a great
0: industry. It's it's a very friendly industry as well, which I I, I think it's great.
1: It I've, is. Even, even like among other areas in photography, I think we are very, we have a very friendly and sharing community. Well, you get to see a lot of like you get to know a lot of photographers, too.
0: Yeah. And, and, and you're so right what you said there about sharing. When I came to the industry, I thought it would be very guarded, you know, with people having their secrets. But I found the opposite to be the case. Everyone's really open and sharing.
1: Yeah, I think it's that's important. That's why we're we're still happy doing this. Well, beside the clients and the weddings that are like really awesome, but also because the colleagues and the networking, it's it works really well.
0: Yeah. And and it's it's good how you say you're happy doing this still, because you've shot over seven hundred weddings, I think, which is yes. <laughs> an an absolutely mind blowing number. I mean, how do you keep your kind of creativity high for each one? You know, stay fresh for each one when you've done so many.
1: Well, I think at the beginning it was really hard because uh, I thought like the wedding it was like a checklist, right? Like you had yeah. to do certain photos and and the locations were always the same or kind of the same. Like I, I shoot all over Riviera Maya and Cancun and the hotels look like the same, right? right? So the beginning was really difficult. But then I realized that weddings are not about location or right. about like the flowers. Right. So that's when I started shooting and having fun and just getting inspired by people and relationships and emotions and and that's why every wedding is different now. Like I know there are a little bit predictable and you know what you have to shoot, but outside those, like you get to see a lot of things that are very exciting and that's why I'm just never tired of them.
0: <laughs> that's true, isn't it? I guess every wed- and I guess you don't shoot many uh, weddings at the same venue. You're always going to different venues.
1: Well, it's just, I do shoot a lot in the same venues oh, okay. and um, and it's kind of nice because you know the area very well. So when you're in a rush, you know where to go right, like right away. Right, but yes. uh, it's also nice to go to different places too and stay fresh and excited about where you're shooting. But for me, it's not about the place anymore. Like I, I it, it wouldn't matter if I had to shoot in the same venue every, every weekend because it is about the people now.
0: Yeah. That's so true. Um, Yeah. I mean, in my experience as well, so shooting at the same venue, sometimes three or four times a year, they're so different because it's the people are different. This is what it's all about.
1: I know it's exciting. And I guess that's kind of what this is reportage is about, right? Like it's it's not about the wedding itself. It's about what you're seeing and documenting
0: yes exactly that is exactly that and then that's a, a good little segue actually i'd like to talk about one of your specific images that won a, a reportage war because one of my favorite images i think of, of any photographer on the side, is this image that you captured of this huge really tall ladder um <laughs> it looks like someone's changing a light bulb or something can you talk to me about that image
1: of course yeah we, we arrived early to the wedding and normally go and check around and see um well, we go and visit the coordinator to find out what, how everything is going. And so we walked into the ballroom and this is exactly what was happening. Like I just walked in and I saw this guy standing on the ladder <laughs> and there were three people holding the ladder. So I was like, what? Like I didn't even think about shooting it. I just like put the camera up and take two frames. Just I was, two, wow, really? Just two, that was it. And then I, I walked away and when I was... Um, doing all this the the calling and selecting the photos i saw it i'm like this is like so different i've never seen like four people changing a light bulb it's like the joke right like how <laughs> many is. mexicans do you need to change a light bulb <laughs> uh so and it's it's obviously dangerous and it's just i don't know i i also love it i oh, i it's, have so, a... it's
0: such a strong image i love it it's so oh, impactful for, for anyone yeah. who maybe hasn't seen it because obviously this is podcast I'll, i will put this um on the website where this interview will also be you should you check it out it's um it's brilliant it looks so dangerous i mean i just can't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well if you come to Me- have you been to mexico
0: i haven't i'd love to go but i haven't no
1: oh you should you should you should come um that's kind of what you see pretty much everywhere like <laughs> like not the changing the light bulb thing but if you go to a construction or like the safety like rules are there but no one follows them <laughs> so <laughs> that's yeah that's something that you would see pretty much everywhere here unfortunately
0: oh okay i need to come and check it out that's funny uh, yes. i think my wife always tells me off at home because i'm kind of like mr health and safety with our kids so i'm like <gasps> Stop running with corners and things so i think that would freak me out a bit <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course of course yeah you will be a little bit scared but it is uh i don't know it's so interesting and it's it's kind of sad because obviously there are a lot of accidents but I, that's kind of how we roll and it's uh, a little bit scary. <laughs> so at least uh, my sister and I are always on the watch for like our client's safety and we don't do nothing like crazy epic just for the sake of shooting because I'm always worried about the clients.
0: Yeah, I think that's good to be vigilant like that. Yeah, and I just love that image. I mean, a lot of people don't even capture that kind of behind the scenes element of a wedding day. So I just love the fact that you, you did that, you know.
1: Well, I, I have a, a, a mini project inside weddings where I like to shoot vendors just right. because it, they're like so important. We are vendors, right? So we should kind of take care of ourselves. and That's true. And just seeing like, especially in a destination place where they have to like help or work for weddings like every day and maybe for two or three weddings per day because they, the venues here are insane. They're just producing weddings all the time. Right. So when I see them like working hard or see an interesting image about vendors, I just love shooting it. I think it's a very important part and uh, and our destination or I think all the touristic destinations are kind of sad in that area where they don't take care of their own employees. And here it's it's really really I'm I'm I'm, I'm struggling a lot with my place and how it is treating employees. So Okay, uh, eventually I will do something about it.
0: Oh, that's interesting. It's a really valid point as well though, um, and a really good project to have. So yeah, that's great. Um, yeah. On a little side tangent, a little just to go a bit different now. If if you won the lottery, what would you spend it on?
1: Oh, huh. never thought of that. <laughs> I'm like not that kind of person that is thinking the future a lot. No. Like I hate spoilers, so I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't um, ask someone to tell me my future or anything like that. But what would I do with the money? I think um, I would just buy a place in a safer city or a place that I would like to be living in. And just keep shooting and do some personal projects, but I don't think I will spend it in something very specific, no. like I wouldn't buy a jet or a boat or anything like that. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> no, boat. I'm not. I'm not very much like I don't. I don't care a lot about the material stuff. So,
0: well, that's cool. I think that's a good way to be. You sound very happy, so you don't.
1: need I am. Yes, you're right. Yeah, I am very happy right now. So, <laughs> I don't. I don't need much. But I. It would be nice to win the lottery. I will just give away a lot of it and help my family and things like that.
0: That's good. That's a very nice answer. Very good. Thank you. (laughs) Um,
1: So has there been a
0: specific, do you think there's been a specific turning point in your career? You know, something perhaps a certain wedding or an award or anything that's happened to you that's had a major impact on your career?
1: Um, Yeah, sure. Many. Um, But I think the main one, there are like maybe two, one was when I went to my first photography conference, and it was in 2009, and I went to the Foundation Conference. That and then it changed to Fearless Conference. Oh yeah, but it is—it was kind of like the, the the first one they did, and uh, it's when I got to meet most of the my rock stars, right? Like the oh, photographers cool. yeah. that I was following and my knees were shaking. Like <laughs> I was like, oh my God, look at that. That's Ben Chrisman and Aaron Chrisman. And I <laughs> was just so, so, so exciting to to see the people that I was following their work and they were doing amazing things.
0: And people must and, feel like that meeting you now though as well.
1: That's so funny. No, no, no. no. I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, sure. I'm not famous <laughs> But it was it was just a, like a great feeling, and then to see that they were obviously human beings and they were like very kind and they were just like willing to share, so that was very very important to me. That's when I realized that I wanted to do a different approach in wedding photography, and it was very very inspiring. And then the another another one was when Fearless started doing all the the contests the first year. At the end, I received uh, an email that, hey, you won, like you have the most awards. So I'm like, what?
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had no clue that was gonna happen. I like I was I was obviously with like a lot of other photographers there that I was admiring. So I, I never thought that it would it would be me. So that definitely changed my career because I got a lot of exposure. It was it was it was one of those things that you think it's a blessing, and it was in many ways. Because it put my name out there, but it, I put a lot of pressure on myself because I thought I had to keep shooting for like for awards, and it happens a lot to many photographers. So you just have to be careful about that because awards is like those instant gratifications that are great, and. Um, and it's also nice because you get exposure and you get validation. And, and I, I always recommend to certain photographers that they can submit. But it's also about your personality and how you can handle that. And if you don't win, don't, don't, don't take it too seriously because it, it can hurt. Sure. So that's, that's it, was, it was really good for me, but I, it also put a lot of pressure. I put a lot of pressure on myself. And it took me a while to understand the balance. Yeah. So, and, the,
0: and, and that's so important, isn't it? And how did you deal with that kind of pressure and stress after after that?
1: Well, the first year when I like I won in 2011. So the next year I just kept shooting every wedding I had in my mind that I had to come back with at least one award. Right. And,
0: that is a lot of pressure to put on yourself. It
1: is. It is. And then you're shooting and then sometimes the weddings are great, but you're not getting what you're like looking for. So you lose focus because you're not taking care of your clients in the right way. You're just pushing for an award. Sure. And so it took me like a year to realize that that wasn't the way to go. And then I just laid back a little and stopped submitting for contests for like another year. And then I went back with the images that felt more honest to me, like because also when you're looking for awards, you kind of start copying a lot, you know, so, like you're like, okay, so if this formula works for and it's winning in this contest, then I should go for that. And then I realized that that wasn't the way, and now I'm just submitting images that feel more me and more honest, and the ones that I uh, that my clients love too. So it's It's just really nice to to have that shift, so when I win, I feel very happy, but it's it's not my main goal anymore
0: sure and that's a a real great way to look at it as well um you've won a couple of story awards as well, haven't you, which yeah. is which is amazing? Do you enjoy submitting those and
1: those are my favorite actually that's I cool. think it's it's really really nice that you you have that because um it's definitely interesting to to have to go through the wedding and find like mini stories in it, right? Like it's not just like the story of the wedding, but then you can see sometimes that, okay, so in this wedding, there was, these kind of things were happening. So this could be like a a story on its own. So it's just a very interesting exercise and just um, realizing that we have to, we have to uh, when we go to a wedding, we have to see it as a story, as it is, not as single images every time we're shooting. So I know that there there is this approach where people think that I have to have a really good image on the getting ready, a really good image on ceremony, I have to have a really good images during just really good image on reception. So if I come back with those three images, I'm happy, and it's a great goal to have. But I think it's just we just have to see it as a whole thing, like as a as a consistent work we're producing so yeah and that's so
0: difficult to do though as well isn't it
1: of course it takes a while it takes some time and and it depends on what you're focusing in and for some photographers the wedding is just the the studio like the bride and groom photos or family photos but we're spending maybe an hour on those and then the other nine or eight or ten hours are like the rest and the, the story is there so you yeah. just need to take a take, like, put a lot of attention in those yeah.
0: two. Do you do you have any regrets in life? I know that's quite a big question to go to. Oh, but it's wow. Just, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're getting like very deep here. Um, regrets? I, I don't think so. No, I'm uh, no no. I'm very happy. I will do it everything all over again. I'm I'm very that's... happy with the results. Yes. <laughs>
0: And that's perfect, and that's great. I think that, that just really is. That's, yeah, it shows how happy you are, and uh, yeah, that's just brilliant. Thank you. Um, other than wedding photography, what are you really passionate about? And other than Harry Potter as well.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> well, my family, everyone's been an artist in a certain way, so everyone is doing things with their hands. Like my parents used to be ceramists. Is that how you say it? I'm not sure. They did ceramic Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Oh, cool. Yeah, like the whole my whole life um, they can had you, a Can you do shot. that as well? I know how to do it, yes. I, okay. I didn't do much of it, but I know how the process works and I, I did learn from them. And now they work with glass and they do like this handcraft stuff. Um, so I'm very passionate about those things. I just feel like I'm having a hard time finding time to do that. Sure. Um, I I love to do like the printmaking, Lina print and things like that. I just wish um, I could balance my time a little bit oh. more so to just keep going with those personal projects. But I think that's time is
0: time <laughs> is the most important <laughs> thing, isn't it? Were your parents then were they supportive of you going into a creative industry like this?
1: yes of course they were very supportive they they wanted me to well my dad wanted me to be a doctor but not in a <laughs> yeah. very pushy way like he was just like you could like just become a doctor i'm like yeah but i don't think i could handle that so um when i started uh when i started working for the studio i was unemployed so basically it was like whatever you do but do something you know <laughs> because it was i was and it's not because i was lazy it was just hard to find a job that I liked because I, I worked really hard since I was in co- since I was in, in college and the, I, it, I was really struggling with money and the, the jobs were like paying very, very low. So when I started in photography, I realized I was making like what I was making and the other jobs in two months. That's what I was making one day. Wow. So,
0: that's, that's massive.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> So they were very happy that I was happy with what I was doing, but um, at the beginning I was I wasn't proud of being a wedding photographer because when oh, really? I went to school no 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 it was terrible like when <laughs> I went to school it was like the lowest thing you could do it was become a wedding photographer right so
0: at it's funny that I, isn't it it's it's it, it's definitely changed now
1: yes fortunately yeah, yeah. like. Maybe that would be my one regret, feeling ashamed of being a wedding photographer at the beginning. You know, right. like yeah. it obviously helped because uh, now I'm very proud of it. But the first year, when people will ask me, "What do you do?" I, I'd rather say I had I have no job than saying that I was a wedding
0: photographer. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather say unemployed. That's so funny. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. Every single time, I'm like, "No, I'm not. Not nothing yet."
0: And what's and her- I, was there a certain point where that kind of changed for you, and that you, you know, you were happy to tell people that you were a wedding photographer?
1: when, when I started changing my photography, like when I realized that there were other things to be done besides just doing the checklist and just the bride um, and the groom kissing and then putting the rings on, and right. when I realized that there was like a whole industry out there doing amazing stuff, and that's when I, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, okay, this is what I want to do. And then yeah. I, I also realized that it's uh, very challenging. There's, uh, um, being a wooden photographer requires a lot of skills. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's not an easy thing. And... It's what
0: you say when you realized that you could do it differently and, and more creatively, was there um, a, a, a certain photographer who you saw who influenced you that way? Or was it the whole kind of general scene was changing? Or
1: Well, no, it was, I felt pretty lonely. It was For me, the whole world was just our studio. Right. Like it was the, the five photographers that were working together. Right. And uh, I went online and see, OK, what's happening in the world? There has to be more wedding photographers beside us. <laughs> so I I found the WPJA yeah. site. And that's when like, um, oh, my God, I can't believe I survived for a year without finding this. <laughs> um, So that's when I got inspired because I, I saw the work like in a more... For a journalistic way or documenting sure. way and i'm like okay this is it this is what i want to do and and that's when i got inspired and oh, realized cool. that yeah it wasn't it wasn't a bad job to have
0: and and your parents now are happy to say that their daughter is a wedding photographer
1: yes of course, of course <laughs> they are they are um, they
0: don't say oh she doesn't have a job
1: She's no <laughs> no 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 they're very proud and very supportive and oh, uh, cool. and they love that we're working together. So no, 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 I'm 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 good on that side.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that must be amazing actually as a parent to know that your your children are working together and and forging a career together like that. And it's pretty special.
1: I think so. I think I think it is, and especially because we're very tight, like we're very close as a family. So, for them knowing that every time we go and shoot a wedding, we're together and we're like, it's just very, very nice for them for sure.
0: Yeah, I just think that that's lovely. I mean, I've got a, a, a boy and a girl, and if they work together in the future, I think that would, that would be amazing. That really oh, would. Oh,
1: yeah, <laughs> it could happen for sure. Do you <laughs> think they're going to become photographers? Or... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know I yet. Don't know.
0: My daughter uh, vacillates be- between wanting to be um, a dancer or a vet or a waitress. So, we'll that's
1: really nice. <laughs> so, how old well, is she?
0: Um, she's nearly eight.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay, that's in your boy.
0: Um, she... He's nearly five.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So no, we no, are... still have have some time to decide.
0: Yes, they. Do. Yeah, quite a few. Quite a bit. Of time. <laughs> um, which part of a wedding do you enjoy capturing the most?
1: I love getting ready.
0: Yeah.
1: I really, really enjoy getting ready. It's um. <laughs> It's one of my like the the times where my brain is just kind of warming up, and also like it's even if for the rest of the people everyone is like in in chaos and worried and running around for me it's when I'm like my brain is like at ease and I get the chance to breathe and I always like to to get to the bride's room or or venue or whatever she's getting ready at uh, or home. Um, just very early. Like if I say I'm going to start at 2 p.m., I arrive like at least at 1, 1 hour okay. before. So I get a chance to just so get in and think about what I want to uh, shoot, and the angles and the light and feeling the people and talking a little bit to everyone. And so that's definitely my favorite part. It's kind of when I'm making all the connections that I need to make for the rest of the day. So sure. I really, really, really enjoy that.
0: That's cool. And do you, as you work with your sister, do you, do you have a system where one of you always does groom prep and the other does bride prep or do you just mix yes. it around?
1: No, we, we, we split and she goes with the guys and I go with the girls most of the time. Okay, And, cool. um, yeah, it's just uh, kind of the way it works for us and she's great with the, with the guys and uh, so it, it, it works really, really well.
0: That's cool. Cool. I'm going to end. I've just got time. I think it was one more question. I'm going to end with another, just a small throwaway question. But yeah, what to you is the most important thing in life? For me? Yeah. Just for, what is the most important thing in life for you, do you think?
1: Um, I think balance.
0: Yeah? I think in what-
1: balance in general. Like, that would be the, the most important thing. Um, because I will easily say that it's spending time with my family, you know, with my loved ones, with with the people that I, I care about. But I also found that I need balance on spending time with myself too, like on my own and, and taking care of me. So... That's that, That's why balance would be the most important. Like I, I wanna, I wanna find the. That's what makes me happy. At least that's why it's the most important part. When I, when I realize that I'm doing a little bit of everything that makes me happy in general. Mm. So I would say the balance, balancing or I'm like having a good uh, idea of what to do with my time.
0: I think that's such a good answer because I think so many wedding photographers, especially, they kind of burn out. They just sort of just work, work, work. They want to be so <laughs> successful, and then they forget about. Well, life's not really, you know, about working yourself to the bone. You, you need, as you say, balance. That's so important.
1: Yes. No, I, I definitely, I love, I love my job. I love working. Oh, but I don't do it because, like, I, I do it because I want to have time for myself and for my family and friends. You know, that's why I work. Yeah. So definitely that, finding that balance has been a, like a long, 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 long way and at the beginning because I was shooting so much I had no life and <laughs> it was awesome because I had way more money but I had no not even time to spend it you know like right like yeah it was it was just insane and then because of some health issues and because of some personal issues too I realized that it wasn't the way to go and now I'm way more happy
0: that's so cool that's great yes. that's so good Oh, Sitlali, thank you so much for that, oh, honestly. Thank you, th- Alan. Thank you for your time. That was brilliant. So many interesting bits of information there, That's great. And, and if you're listening um, on the website, I'm gonna put the Repertage Award, that's one of her multiple Repertage Awards that she's won, the, the big ladder image. You really need to come check that out. I'll put that in the post and I'll put links to her website as well. And you need to go and see her speak at any conferences. Oh, honestly, thanks so much, that was brilliant.
1: Thank you so much, Alan. Thank you for having me. It was great talking to you. <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to the third episode of our This Is Reportage podcast. We've launched with three episodes, so you can check out episodes one, episodes two right now for interviews with Adam Johnson and Ross Harvey, respectively. If you enjoyed it, you can subscribe to our show on iTunes to be notified when each new weekly episode is ready, bringing you advice, tips and backstories from some of the world's best photographers each week. You can also head to thisisreportage.com to find a full transcription of this episode, including the specific reportage award that Lali talks about. And if you're not already a member of TIR, check out all the benefits of joining us. We're all about promoting the very best in documentary wedding photography, and members receive lots of benefits, including 60 reportage award entries and 18 story award entries per year, an unlimited number of images shown on your profile, exclusive discounts on wedding photography-related products invites to our physical meetups and parties, and much more. No poses, nothing staged. This is Repetage. And this is bye for now.